what's a crazy thing that I just learned about? What? Did you know? Did you know that Netflix has a button that's just like shuffle? It's like oh, a yeah. shuffle button that just like it just starts playing something. Did you try it? Uh, yeah, I tried it. It put on something I didn't want to watch. But that's crazy to me that it, that exists. And here's why. Okay. Is that we have gotten to a point where people are so desperate to just see content <laughs> that they're like, I don't, even, I don't even care what it is. I don't even give a crap what it is. Just show me something. It's like, you try Netflix. I have done <laughs> everything I can. Yeah, because like we've all done that, right? Where you're yeah. sitting on Netflix and you're like, what do I watch? And then you realize it's been a full movie's length of time to deciding what it is you want to watch. Absolutely. So like hitting that shuffle button, it might be like, like, it'll just it'll be like you hit the shuffle button and it's like hellboy 2 golden army and you're like yeah i mean maybe that works i guess sure i guess i'm not gonna turn off hellboy 2 the golden army obviously i might hey guys welcome to the little movie dates podcast i'm charlie i'm ebony and today uh we actually we're we're gonna be doing the same thing we always do uh movie news we're gonna review a movie we're gonna be talking about shang chi and the legend of the rings i don't know i think it's 10 it's 10 is it, it is 10? 10 rings is it 10 i rings? looked it up today okay thank goodness that somebody did the work because <laughs> there's some amount of rings uh, but uh and then we're gonna be talking about some trailers there's not much as far as movie news goes this week um okay. but the reason for that is that uh we got so many trailers that we're gonna have to save time um for that so let's talk, let's just jump right into movie news and we'll be getting a shang chi pretty shortly um First piece of movie news is that Jonah Hill, this this is just so wild, dude. Jonah Hill is going to play Grateful Dead frontman Jerry Garcia for Martin Scorsese? What? Martin Scorsese. Okay, so Martin Scorsese is apparently making a movie about the Grateful Dead? Who knew? Who? First of all, who knew? But second of all, doesn't seem like his wheelhouse. But then again, it's Martin Scorsese. He can do anything. I was going to uh, say, what is out of his wheelhouse? Yeah, that's... Well, anything but gangster movies. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've seen, like... like all, In my top 50 favorite movies of all time, there's six gangster movies, and they're all Scorsese or <laughs> Co- Coppola. Like, it's either yeah. Scorsese or Coppola, but Coppola could do other stuff. Yeah, but yeah. But Scorsese is, like... He's branched out a little. He's, he's branched out a bit, but he's he's pretty good. What was that? Was that Hugo? Did that Was that Scorsese that did Hugo? I don't Like, that know. weird kids movie that's, like, way too long with Sasha Baron Cohen and Aza Butterfield. Do you remember that movie? I do remember that Dude, movie. Dude, that movie is so long. I can't believe how freaking long that thing is. But it was so cute. Y- yeah, there's only so much whimsy <laughs> I can take, I okay, think. Okay, okay, fair. Um, now, the other piece of movie news we have, this, this is it. This is all the movie news. So we're pounding through. We're slicing through this. Uh, this one's a little bit weirder. HBO Max is going to reunite the original Harry Potter trio along with a bunch of other Harry Potter alumni to do like a return to Hogwarts special mm. um, coming out on January 1st. Uh, so That's first, very exciting. So first, first question I have is that we're Canadian, so we don't have HBO Max. What's the protocol there? Are we getting on Crave? Because that's what they did with the Friends re- yeah. reunion. Which They'll probably dump it on Crave, but like a week or two later. It's, it's going to be late. It's yeah. going to be late. And we're all going to be like, oh, well, I already read everything on Reddit. And so saw the like weird clips that people posted. Yeah, on, exactly. Yeah. I've already, I've, I already know about this, dude. I saw the funniest moment. So what does it really matter? Yeah. Um, But so that's going to be a thing that's happening. It's going to be cool to see Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grin all in the same room again. But these HBO Max reunions that they've been doing like this and the Friends one, I feel like there's another one I didn't care about. Uh, but to be fair, I don't care about any of it. I don't. I yeah, don't that's think we Because like, it, you know, like when the Friends reunion happened, we were like, you know, what we'd really like is another episode of Friends that takes place 
now yeah you know, that see that's what i thought later. it was going to be and then it was just them sitting around being like remember it's, it's like remember, remember? that it's we like, did yeah, that I, I, yeah and it, they're gonna do that with harry potter too and they're gonna be like remember and you know what i'm gonna say yeah i've seen the movies guys <laughs> yeah i remember seen them you know yeah, yeah. they're 20 year old movies i've you don't have to say spoiler alert before mm. you say stuff i've seen them yeah but the 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 only other option they have is to make the cursed child and no no one wants that <laughs> the other option is to continue making those fantastic beast movies and let them just guzzle money out of warner brothers piggy bank no one wants that either dude nobody wants to see those movies the, you know what's crazy is it the secrets of dumbledore is that really is that really what that movie's called is it called the secrets of dumbledore i don't it's coming out in this next year they announced that that was the title they gave like posters with jude law and stuff and I have never seen a response so quiet for Harry Potter news <laughs> in my life. They they dropped it and nobody cared less, dude. Mm. Nobody could have possibly cared less about the secrets of Dumbledore. Well, I didn't even dropped. hear about it. And I, I are, are am you, a Harry Potter. Are you learning about it right now? Right as we speak. This <laughs> right? is the first think, I've heard of it. I don't think there's any trailers for that movie yet. But like even when there is trailers. Maybe there is. I don't know. I don't, I'm not following I mean, it. I don't who, care. Who cares? Yeah. The last one happened and it was like okay yeah like yeah, i whatever. see i see what you're going for but who cares yeah you know? um i like to say that a lot on this show uh <laughs> who, cares? <laughs> who cares which is which is ironic because i'm a film critic so uh i care i guess yeah well i mean we're talking about it so obviously we care i guess somebody cares i guess that somebody is me but that's yeah. obnoxious dang it <laughs> dang it they dang got it. me they got me uh let's move on to shang chi Let's talk about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the All Seven right. Rings. All right, I'm uh, down. So uh, there's a certain expectation that I have when I go into Marvel movies. And to be honest, it's really just to be entertained. I'm not there for a deep experience. I'm right. not some there for something with an emotional core. And I have found that in recent, and we'll talk about this later, but in recent years, Marvel has been failing to even... Mm do that the bar is so low Absol- for marvel movies absolutely I, like and i'm just i'm gonna come straight out and say it and there are gonna be people who are like this guy's an idiot and maybe you're right avengers endgame failed to entertain because mm. it's not that interesting and that final battle is really dumb because it's just a mess of crap just happening and no it's just like a few shots of the characters you want to see and they're like yeah Yeah, remember the other movies they show the characters faces and then they show a mess of crap and then they show the characters faces again if to to elude you to believe that you're seeing an action (laughs) sequence but really what you're seeing is just a mess of crap yeah uh avengers endgame ant-man and wasp failed to entertain um didn't see it Avengers Infinity War failed to entertain they tried so hard to pull at the emotional core uh and it just didn't work i think it's hard with those later movies because there's so many characters you cannot build a relationship with them because they're on screen for like 12 seconds max yeah that's... like there's no way for you to actually care about these people because you don't ever see them again yeah because when you look at the end game you look at the bill on end game you're like oh man that looks expensive dude that is a lot of famous people they can't be in the movie for more than 15 seconds each and guess what they're not you know who's in the movie? Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't worry about it. The guys you're here to see, you're there. Um, <laughs> but back to uh, the topic at hand is Shang-Chi. I, I, I was entertained by this one. I liked it. I, I actually really liked it. Even and I was as a standalone, like if you didn't tell me that this was Marvel and this was just an action movie, it it was 
entertaining and it had an emotional core and I cared about the characters. It it, it surprised me. I think I think knowing who Wong is will help. Like I think would probably because I knew who Wong was because I've seen Doctor Strange, which is also a movie that failed to entertain me. Um, right. I knew who Wong was, and so I wasn't like I was. I was entertained by seeing that character in this movie because that's that's really what these Avengers movies are. Is they like want you to be like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's you that watch, guy. You watch a movie that has a main character, mm. and then eventually, every now and again, like someone else who was in another movie will pop in and be like, hey, remember me? And you, the audience member, is like, boy, do I ever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like even in Thor Ragnarok, like which is admittedly maybe my favorite MCU movie. Agreed. Um, in Thor Ragnarok, you're watching Thor Ragnarok, and then the Hulk bursts into that scene, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, all right. Yeah, Nito. this is awesome. You're like, I, I know you. I know that guy. I, I know that He's guy. A He's a friend from, from work. work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Shang-Chi does a really good job at being a standalone movie, and I think mm. even if you don't know who Wong is, you'd figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Um. So this movie, uh, Shang Chi, follows this guy Shang Chi. That yeah, you know that's that's the name of the guy, um, Shang Chi, as he basically becomes a superhero based on his connection to Chinese culture, mm-hmm. which is like pretty cool. It's a pretty shallow American Chinese culture mesh, but whatever. It's a Marvel movie, so I'm not really going to judge it on that. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you know what? I've seen The Farewell, and this doesn't have the same cultural mesh. That's a different thing. Yeah, all right? I've seen Crazy Rich Asians and the cultural mesh. That's a different thing. Yeah. All right? <laughs> they're, um, they're throwing us a bone here. They're giving us something, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, this movie, I, that main guy, I I should look up what his name is, but I don't have it. Um, but he's he's excellent. Oh, he's the... really good. He's from Kim's, Kim's Convenience, Convenience. Yeah. Um, which is not my favorite show of all time, but it is a Canadian show, and he is a Canadian actor. And so I love to just shout out my Canadian boys when Absolutely. my when my Canadian boys make it big, especially in like something as big as Avengers, because this guy's gonna be huge now, right? Oh, his name is Simu Liu. Right. Right. And he's going to be huge. He this is. Guy. Um, he's, a, he's awesome. He's really, really good. He um, the secondary character is played by Aquafina, who I usually like anyways. Um, you know, with the exception of Rhea in The Last Dragon. She's usually pretty good. <laughs> and she's charming and funny and she's all of those things in she's, this movie. She's got screen presence. She which, does. Which, I just uh, like seeing her speak. A lot of actors don't. You know who has screen presence? You know who has more screen presence than anyone? Who? Dwayne Johnson. That guy has more screen <laughs> presence than anybody, I think. He understands the medium, which is what I like about The Rock. Yeah. Um, but Aquafina. She really has screen presence because when she's on screen in this movie and pretty much any movie she's in, mm-hmm. she demands your attention. Absolutely. And it, and it works. It and works And she holds really your well. attention. Like you, every second she was in this movie, I was smiling. Like I loved seeing her on screen. Absolutely. And the only, it, like the only impression that I've had of Aquafina, because I have not seen The Farewell. The Farewell is very good. But the only impression I had of her is as Sisu in Rhea. And oh. The Last Dragon. Ooh, ooh boy. Have so, you, not, you haven't seen Crazy Rich Asians? No, I haven't. Crazy Rich Asians is pretty good. She's also in that? Yeah, she oh, is okay. in that. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a very, very good movie. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I just, I like Aquafina and her, she's warm. 
Yeah. She's friendly, you know? You want to be her friend. Yeah, you do want to be her friend because, like, being her friend would be cool, I think. She she would be very entertaining. Absolutely. She's she, got the same thing to me that Pete Davidson has, where it's just everything out of her mouth, you're just like, yeah, yeah. I like this person. I feel like if I hung out with Aquafina, she'd be like that one friend that I'd be turning to my other friends and being like, man, she's crazy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'd be at a bar and she'd be like, dude, how crazy would it be if I just like broke this pool cue? And you're like, man, she's crazy, dude. <laughs> she's is, out of it. That would be funny, but don't do it. This girl's crazy. <laughs> um, this movie's also has... Uh, like good humor to it as well like it's well written there's Mm -hmm. like there's uh, a couple of good karaoke bits that i really like yeah but the humor is few and far between which i like it takes itself seriously in the moments that it should in a good way though in a good way i also don't like when superhero movies take themselves too seriously yeah you know i think that it's really chalky and and corny Mm -hmm. like that's my that's my big grief with i would say like the later avengers movies like age of ultron takes itself so seriously and it's like ugh, i don't even want to watch this dude this isn't even fun for me yeah or like i i would say like there's there's a few others like like the dceu like like man of steel batman versus superman it's taking themselves so do you have to take yourself that seriously and then they're like oh we got suicide squad and we're like oh that's bad too yeah (laughs) but shang chi i think it takes itself seriously in that there's there's stakes for these characters they're still people and they have moments of like let's lighten the mood because that's what people that's human nature absolutely but in the moments where they have to take themselves seriously and where the stakes are high i believe it and i'm invested which is, which is all you really want. That's all you want from a superhero movie. And I hate that this is how I'm basing my reviews on superhero movies now. Is like, is like oh, it meet the bare minimum. So yeah. I guess it's good, <laughs> you know? Like, um, and that's that's really too bad. Because, like, you think about, think about, like, the golden era of superhero movies. Is that people talk about the early 2000s as the golden era of superhero movies. But there was bad ones peppered in there. Yeah. You know, X-Men 3 was in there. X-Men Origins <laughs> Wolverine was in there. Um, I will hear. I will hear no disrespect on Spider-Man, any of the Spider-Mans, however, um, because Spider-Man <laughs> Three is uh, extremely good, as we all know. Absolutely. Um, you know what else I really liked about this movie what? is that the action wasn't boring. It was very visually. It was. Beautiful. It was. It used a lot of neons, but it mixed like that Hollywood aesthetic with mm. like like the martial arts. It was rad, actually. And I don't want to give too much away, but the later action sequences are really grandiose and and ultimately super cool to look at. Really entertaining. And I think the use of, like, neon colors and light was really beautiful, and it... It just made it easy watching, you yeah, know? Yeah, this, this is easy watching. It's easy this watching. Is, this is what I'm talking about with easy watching. So we, we took advantage of Disney Plus Day um, to to watch this. We mm-hmm. took advantage of that because, what was that, November 12th? Yeah. And, and they just dumped this. They just This, like, just came out in theaters, and they're like, we're just going to dump it, dude. <laughs> just going to dump it right onto Disney Plus. And that's <laughs> – and you know what? I'm fine with that. I don't mind when they just dump stuff onto – like, they mm-hmm. – what else? They also dumped Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Which is a fairly new movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Don't no, know if it's any good. Might, might be bad. Might be terrible. I don't, I don't really know. care to see it. I don't know. It's The Rock. I'm sure it's fun. Eh. It's The Rock doing Indiana Jones stuff. I'm sure it's fun. I'm sure it is. Yeah, absolutely. Like, at the end of the day, Shang-Chi is a popcorn flick. But at the very least, it's captivating. Yeah. It's not, it's not trying to be incredibly intense, and that's fine. And so... 
I really like this movie. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I don't agree. Know. Would, would you like this movie? I think I think it was very entertaining. It, it gave me exactly what I was looking for Absol- from a Marvel movie. Absolutely. Uh, on that note, however, uh, we uh, we're gonna do a couple of micro reviews uh, right. really quickly. We're just gonna pounce them out. What do you give Shang Chi on the scale one to five? I'll give it a three. I'll, I'll give I'll give it a four. I thought. Oh it, wow. Yeah, I'll give it a four. It's fun to watch and All like right. uh, like especially with blockbusters. That really is what I'm looking for. And whew, sometimes they just don't. Yeah. Sometimes they do not entertain. But you know what? Which, Shang-Chi delivered. Which is the case with um, with another movie we watched this week on Disney+. Plus. We were doing the Ye Olde Catch-Up. We also watched Black Widow. Yeah, we That did. was not entertaining. <laughs> that was not entertaining at all. Uh, uh, like a little bit because David Harbour as the Red Guardian ripped. He's perfect. Yeah, he's he's excellent for that role. I just would like to see it in a in a movie that's not so boring. And yeah. you know what my big problem with Black Widow is? Hmm. They came up with a plan and it just worked. <laughs> that that's that is how the conflict is resolved. They come up with a plan in the second act of the film and then the third act of them is just doing the plan and it just works. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, that is true. And I think no I conflict. found it I found it boring just because the color palette of that movie is gray. Yeah, it's ugh, it's hideous. It's all gray. It's a hideous looking yeah. movie. And Scarlett Johansson is good in it. Florence Pugh I I debate She's is fine. It's, Her accent is not even passably good. It, it's pretty bad. It's very bad. It's Florence Pugh at her absolute worst. You want to see Florence Pugh rock the house? Go watch Midsummer. Absolutely. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> um then on Tubi, um so I, do you know what Tubi is? Uh, no. Okay, so Tubi, this is, I can't believe that, like, more people don't know about this. It's a free streaming service, mm-hmm. but it's problematic because, for a couple of reasons. Number one, everything on it sucks. Okay. It's, it's like, it's rife with low-budget sea garbage. and like, <laughs> Incredible. And the, but the draw of it is that it's free. I saw that Tubi was, was sponsoring the NFL overtime show the other day and i was like how can tubi afford to do this and i have an answer for that turns out tubi can afford to do that by putting ads in the middle Uh. of the movie every 15 minutes but the app doesn't work that well and so it would crash every time there would be a new a new ad which is as i said every 15 minutes but oh. when it crashes it doesn't remember where you were in the movie so you have oh. to find <laughs> where you were in the movie this movie uh that we're going to talk about in a minute um is 180 or 100 no 86 minutes 86 mm-hmm. minutes long and i had to find my place in it five times from to be <laughs> crashing and you you stayed committed to that that's had to finish it wow had to finish it the movie's called swim um this is a tubi original it's made by the asylum do you, do you know who the asylum is no okay so the i'm gonna i'm gonna educate you on please, the asylum please please you look so wild. excited <laughs> uh, so the asylum was a company um that started making movies like a, a production studio that started making movies in the early 2000s and mm. the idea behind the asylum is that they were making movies with titles cover art and premises just far enough away from like uh like modern blockbusters that they couldn't get sued some of their classics are and i kid you not these are real um transmorphers snakes on a train (laughs) giraffe no triassic world they're so close but of course uh they hit their biggest fame with the sharknado movies 
that's that's, okay. that's what, who the asylum is. Of and course, so the asylum apparently made some deal with Tubi to make a bunch of original films, and one of those original films is called Swim. And Swim is a shark movie that looks so bad it looks so bad and here like because the movie hinges on this cg shark but the cg shark looks make looks like it was made for 30 bucks and the <laughs> acting is not even i wouldn't even say unpassable that's too kind that's too kind so swim is one of the worst movies i've ever seen uh half star affair for swim um, I also watched the movie Titan. Did, did you did you watch this with me? I did not watch. This okay, movie. so I watched the movie Titan, okay. um, which is a French movie uh, that is about sort of like escaping escaping your own person and like usurping other people's lives. Uh, this movie, I, I don't want to give any more thing more away because this movie's amazing. This is a five star on the scale, five out of five. If you have a chance to see this movie, it is called. I'm gonna repeat it, Titan. Check it out. However. It's gruesome. It's gruesome. Mm. So if you're not ready to see like gratuitous nudity and like some pretty gross stuff on screen, this ain't for you. <laughs> uh, then watch America the Motion Picture, which I think you started watching with me, but could not. I watched like a scene and immediately left the room. Amer- America the Motion Picture is really bad. This is a Netflix original <laughs> cartoon movie um, from the minds of uh, Christopher Lord and. Uh, Lord and Miller, whatever the, whatever those guys' names are, mm. uh, Lord and Miller, the guys who did Twenty One Jump Street and um, what's the other thing they did? Oh, the Lego movies and Clone oh, yeah. High. Um, but they only produced this movie. It wasn't directed by them, thank goodness, because this movie sucks. It's like a satirical take on the American Revolutionary War, where it's like dude, like all the all the players are dude guy bros who are like there to party and drink beer because that's like America. It's like a satire and it's not really shy about it, but the movie fails to capitalize on any of its strengths. Uh, this is a one star <laughs> on the scale, uh, one out of five. Uh, we also watched Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah, we you know, sure did. You know what? It's not good, but I expected it to be worse than it was, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've only seen the first Home Alone. Oh, and really? That one holds so much like nostalgia for me. You haven't seen all the way up to the masterpiece that is Home Alone, The Holiday Heist? I have not. <laughs> Dude, widely, widely considered to be the finest of the franchise. Wow. That's a joke. It's actually quite bad. But uh, <laughs> it does say. have um, Malcolm McDowell from Clockwork Orange in it for some reason. <laughs> don't worry about that. He is in The Holiday Heist, though. But yeah, Home Sweet Home Alone, I don't know. It, it was fine. It was fine. Um, I liked Devin Rattray returning as the character of Bob, Buzz McAllister. That was a cute scene. That's probably the most entertaining section of the movie. It was, yeah. And, you know. and Rob Delaney. Rob Delaney was is, good. Is, is funny. Like, he's Rob funny. Delaney he's got is good a comedian. Timing. Yeah, he's, he's got good comedic timing. He is funny. So it's fine. Ellie Kemper phoned it in, but like, yeah. I think I would too if somebody was like, you want to be in Home Sweet Home Alone? I'd be like, yeah, but I'm not going. It's for the paycheck, obviously. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm here for a couple of bucks here. Um, and then one last thing that I watched this week, last micro review, I watched a ton of stuff this week. I should have probably been doing homework, which I was, by the way. Yeah, but yeah. Like, <laughs> but like, I did watch a lot of movies this week. Uh, watched um, Joe Wright's new movie, The Woman in the Window. For those of you who don't know, Joe Wright is the director of Pride and Prejudice, Atonement, Darkest Hour, hour um and his new movie is like a murder mystery uh but it's a murder mystery that makes no sense and by no sense i mean it makes perfect sense but none of the characters make sense so it doesn't matter the behaviors are never explained everybody's just shady and shifty so that they can be blank canvas
encumbrances for the main character to throw suspicion onto. Uh, beautiful. Uh, really trash film. I give that one a one star. You've, have you seen this? I have seen this one. What do you give this? I also, I agree. One star. One star. One star. What do you give Home, Home, Home Sweet Home Alone? Uh, I give it two. I give it two stars. I would give it probably two. two I agree. Yeah. It's like, it's like. It's, it was okay. It's, it's bad, but yeah. like. There it's were moments. Cute. Yeah, it had moments for sure. Yeah. I, the the ending trips and falls on itself, dude. Absolutely. The the ending is preposterously awful. Mm. All right, so let's talk about trailers. All right. Look, listeners, we know what you're here to listen to. We <laughs> understand what it is you want to hear. You want to hear us talk about the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Obviously. So I've seen this thing. I don't know. How many times have you seen this trailer? I've seen it like 15 times. <laughs> I've seen it like three times, Don't, I think. You, you didn't have to laugh that hard, <laughs> to be honest. You didn't have to laugh uh, well, that Well, I hard. feel like every time I enter a room, you're playing it on your phone. It It is true. I've seen it on my TV. I've seen it on my phone. You've my, been analyzing yeah. every scene, every second, trying to look for but there's clues. Two, okay, but there's two versions. And I, Okay, so obviously everybody thought that this was going to be the trailer that revealed Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were going to be in the movie. Mm. No, if that is the case, which doesn't, it doesn't have to be. No one's confirmed that that's... Yeah, it's not confirmed that it that's It could just be happen. Tom Holland. Yeah, I think I'd be disappointed, rumored. but... You know, I don't think I would be, and here's why. Uh, so, first of all, I don't need any more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man because uh, I saw two of those movies, and it was too, too many. Yeah, that was enough. Um, and, and, and the complete opposite with Tobey Maguire. I saw three masterpieces... Back to we watched all three of those movies this week. By the way, all three of them. Oh, they were excellent. For, they for they, they hold up. Yeah, there's like this amazing part in Spider-Man One where he like looks at this ad in the newspaper that says that he could get three thousand dollars, and then like this like PNG of a car shows up on screen, and Mary Jane's face like is like <laughs> silhouetted over Peter Parker smirking, like he's thinking about the car that he's gonna buy to impress Mary Jane. It's really dumb. Oh, the transitions in those movies, like the wavy PowerPoint. Oh, the <laughs> wavy PowerPoint in the second one. Man, that was crazy that they did that transition. And then, as we all know, Spider-Man Three. It's flawless. It is flawless. Emo Peter Parker. It will go down in history. It already has. <laughs> already has in my opinion um but spider-man spider-man no uh no way home they didn't show andrew garfield and toby mcguire so people still don't know if they're in this movie i would surmise that they're not mm. I, I i'm just gonna go with that i think that they're probably not but however however people have been dissecting this thing so there is a scene where you can see Spider-Man jumping at Sandman, but on the right side of the screen, you have Lizard jumping, and on the left side of the screen, you have Electro. And it does appear that they're jumping at something that maybe was edited out, which could be just other Avengers. Um, right. Or it could be that they took out the other two Spider-Mans from this scene. Mm. But there's two different versions of the trailer, and people have been analyzing this like crazy. Um, there's a there's a version where it looks like something that has been edited out punches the lizard, and then there's a version that the lizard is just jumping, and you don't see him get punched. Right. But the fact that there's two different versions means that somebody at Disney saw the version where the lizard lizard gets punched, and like recognized that as an error and fixed it really fast absolutely which means they are hiding something about this movie They're, whether it's the other spider-man or another avenger honestly it doesn't matter it doesn't matter they're it, there's something else that they're not revealing and i'm excited you know what does matter though this movie is two hours and 40 minutes that is 
far too long. That is very long. I do not want to watch two hours and 40 minutes of Spider-Man content. Well, but I'm going to. Uh, how long was Spider-Man 3 is 220 and that movie rules. So I, I don't know. <laughs> well, it depends on how good the movie is. It, but like, what am I willing to sit through? I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I will say that. So I, th- I think he's good. Yeah. Homecoming. I, think, I, think I enjoyed. We're currently watching Homecoming. Yeah. Homecoming is literally paused on our Netflix while we're doing this <laughs> podcast because it's good. Uh, Far From Home sucks. Yeah. But like whatever. So hopefully this third one, it'll be like the Spider-Man, the originals. Like the first one's good. Second one's. Eh. And then the third one is great. <laughs> What what do you mean? What, uh, what do you mean the second one's eh, dude? The, the second compared Spider-Man... to the third, what okay, happened well, in the second one? Compared to the one? third, but the th- you, you, that's like that's like <laughs> comparing Shakespeare to the writing of <laughs> I don't know Steven Spielberg. It's like yeah, they're both good, but like obviously Shakespeare is better. Like Spider Man three, <laughs> I will I will die on this hill. I will die on the hill that Spider Man three is good. I will never ever give that up i've never seen a movie more self-aware yeah in my life spider-man 3 is satire and that's why i like it it's incredible spider-man 3 knows that it's garbage and it's like it like it knows that the superhero genre is garbage it really leans into that it was it was satire this is why spider-man 3 is good because sam raimi is such a genius that he made satire of a genre that hadn't even been like really tinkered with yet yeah like he he satirized like the Avengers before it happened. And yeah. that's why Spider-Man 3 rules. Um, if you watched Spider-Man 3 taking it completely seriously, I would uh, recommend you go back and watch it again. It's hitting Netflix next month, but it's on Prime right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would recommend you go back and watch it and watch it as a satire of Spider-Man 1 and 2. It's literally making fun of the first two movies. And if you didn't get that, then I understand why you don't like the movie. <laughs> Uh, go back and take a gander because it's perfect in every way. Um, we but, had something really wack. Oh, you know what? Let's let's talk about the villains. Let's talk about the villains. All right. Five villains? That's too many. That's a lot. It's a lot. Okay, so to we got Sandman. With. We got Electro. We got Green Lizard, Goblin. Green Goblin and Doctor Octavius. Yeah. That's a lot of villains to cram into one movie. They 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 better make this work. It does look like they're gonna wrap up Electro, Sandman, and Lizard in like one section. Um, yeah. so at the very least it's that like it's it's clearly going to be like Dr. Octopus is the main villain yeah um, but it feels like they're setting up Sinister Six um, but in order to set up Sinister Six and oh man I hope they don't do this but they need Venom they're going to need Venom ugh <laughs> ugh and then I'm going to have to look at Tom Hardy's stupid face while he's doing that stupid character from those <laughs> stupid movies but whatever. Um, but they'll also need to bring back Michael Keaton as Vulture, who's going to be Vulture in Morbius. Mm. So, okay. All right. You know what? You know what? Okay, sure. Let's do Sinister Six. Let's do Sinister Six. But if we're doing Sinister Six, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Don't mess with me. Like a Don't... full movie? Yeah. Or... Yeah. Let's do that. Like like Suicide Squad, but good. Yeah. It could, could be useful, I guess, I suppose. <laughs> Let's just do that. Maybe not. I don't know. That's actually probably a bad idea. We had something really weird this week. Um, you know how, like, movies release trailers and, like, trailers are meant to advertise for their movies? Yes. Well, Universal was like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> we're not doing that. What we're going to do is we're going to release the first five minutes of Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. What was that? Um, hmm, guys, I'm going to stop you there. Um, 
because that's a really weird tactic that actually didn't get me excited for the movie at all. I didn't understand what was happening at all. Well, to be fair, you haven't seen the Jurassic World 1 or 2. Correct. I understood what was going on because I've seen those movies. Right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna split. Okay, if you if you haven't seen those movies and you intend to, you can turn off the podcast. Skip skip ahead thirty seconds. I'm not gonna say turn off the podcast. Please subscribe to my very good podcast. <laughs> um, you can skip ahead thirty seconds. But at the end of Jurassic World two, uh, Chris Pratt lets out all the dinosaurs into the world. Yes. to live naturally. Okay. Like, like wow, idea. bold. Yeah, it's it's a bold move, and so like. This movie is sort of hinging it's like on the that. aftermath of that. Yeah, it's like the aftermath of that. Okay, um, interesting. Sure. Does this movie have any trailers? I don't think it does. Just, just give me a trailer. That's like more effective. Like yeah. this, this, didn't... this was like two minutes of shots of dinosaurs and then more shots of a dinosaur. Yeah, it's just like it's just like they're just showing off the CGI and it's like, guys, I've seen the first Jurassic World. I already know the CGI is good. It does look beautiful. I I need to know a bit more about your movie. Yeah, what is it about? It's is is it genuinely going to be about a Tyrannosaurus Rex terrorizing a drive-in movie theater? <laughs> I don't think that. I sure hope not. I sure hope that it's about something else. <laughs> I, and and like obviously, we're joking. That's obviously not what it's about. Mm. But like a trailer might actually tell me a bit more about it. Make a trailer and put "Walk the Dinosaur" as the background music. That's <laughs> the, that's a that's a funny joke. Uh, we also got a trailer for Adam McKay's new movie, "Don't Look Up." Um, this is trailer number two. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep. It looks incredible. Who, who, you know what? You might save time in the credits by telling us who's not in this movie. <laughs> to be honest, this movie has so many famous people. It is. It it is a stacked cast. It's dude, Ariana Grande is yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. Like Ron Perlman is there. Dude, <laughs> it man, it, it when looks. Was la- when was the last time Ron Perlman was like relevant? Missed him, dude. Missed the man. <laughs> Happy to see him back. Uh, Adam McKay has hit and miss for me. Mm. Um, like obviously, like what else has he done? Um, so he did he did Big Short. Oh okay. Um, which is which is I very good. It. And then he did Vice, which is like, yeah, yeah, eh, whatever. I suppose. Uh, I want to say he did Bombshell, but I actually don't think that was him. Mm. I think he produced it or something like that. Um, but that movie also explains itself to the audience, which I hate. Yeah. Uh, but that, like, Vice looks you, it looks the camera in the eye and is like, here's what happened during the Iraq war. And it's like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I, I was alive for that. So, I, <laughs> yeah, I know what happened during the Iraq war. Uh, and I know how it started, and I know that Dick Cheney profited off the Iraq War because Vine told me. Yeah, I didn't need a whole movie. I could just watch one Vine. <laughs> I could watch a seven-second Vine, and I'll be like, oh, Dick Cheney profited off the Iraq War. Perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie looks good, though. I'm excited for it. Don't Look Up does look good. He also did um, – he used to do comedies, so, like, he did uh, Vice and Big Short, but he also did Step Brothers and Anchorman. Oh, okay. Um, which, like, Anchorman's fine, I guess. Step Brothers is – not that good wow but, but like Step Brothers is funny but like it's one of those movies I love to hate but hate to love okay you know? okay it's like I'll look if, if I'm at a party and it's on yeah I'll stop what I'm doing I'll watch it all right so but it's I like a choose it's a background it. noise movie for yeah you. I'd never choose it all right I would never choose it um, so don't look up. I think is going to be good. I I think it looks good. Yeah. Le- uh, like Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence have clearly good chemistry together. Mm. The premise is funny without being pedantic. I I mean I guess it's a little. Pedantic. 
propaganda. And it's social commentary on like how the news cycle works and how yeah, we're yeah, bombarded exactly. with the worst news in the world and we're so desensitized. Essentially to what this movie's about is that there is a uh, an asteroid that's coming towards Earth that will destroy the entire planet and these uh, astronomers are telling people about it and they're not taking it seriously. Nobody cares. And nobody cares. They're like they're on a talk show and the one guy's like, "Will the will the asteroid destroy my ex-wife's house?" Like very silly stupid stuff. Yeah. And Jonah Hill is in this movie and man does he ever look like he's going to be super funny in that movie. Uh, the trailer made me excited. I want yeah. I want to see this one like in in theaters kind of a thing. Well, it's coming it's it's a Netflix movie so Oh, well perfect. Don't, yeah, don't need to pay for it. I don't it. need to pay for it's it. It's going to come to theaters but no need to pay for it. Remember like last month Red Notice went to theaters but it also was day one Netflix. So you know who saw it in theaters? No one. <laughs> Nobody saw that in theaters, dude. Why would you watch that in it's theaters? It's in That's your funny. house for for the subscription price. Yeah, for free, my guy. Uh, we also got a trailer for Guillermo del, Guillermo del Toro's new movie, Nightmare Alley. And what I like about uh, Nightmare Alley? Yeah, Nightmare yeah. Alley. Uh, what I like about Guillermo del Toro is that his trailers tell you absolutely nothing about the movie, but it still makes you want to see them. There, There's some anticipation there. Like, I, I want to know what it's about. What is all this mystery? I, I have no Bradley idea. Cooper looks like he's doing do, well. Do you remember Do you remember when Hideo Kojima would drop a trailer for Death Stranding once a year? And I'm like, man, what is that? Yeah. You <laughs> have to play it, but what is that? <laughs> You know that's uh, which is which is funny because Guillermo del Toro is also involved in that. But yes, he is. Uh, but but this this movie is like I watched the trailer and I'm like, what is going? Have to see it. Have what to see is it. going on here? <laughs> um, then we also got a trailer for Pixar's new movie, Turning Red, which is about a little girl who finds out that she has a genetic pattern that causes her at a certain age to turn into a red panda every time she gets mad. It looks so cute. Looks adorable. It's Disney Pixar, and it's a, it's an IP. I find Disney Pixar tends to phone it in on their sequels, mm. but their new IPs are usually good, with the exception of Cars and the Good Dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> but their new IPs are usually good. Um, so I think I think that they will find a way to make this concept more. This is what I like about Pixar is that they take a concept and they expand upon it. Whereas mm. like other studios, I'm going to pick on this movie again, even though I picked on it already on this podcast, but boss baby, they were like, they were like the premise is that he's a boss baby. And they're like, Oh, what happens in the movie? And they're like, he's a boss baby. He's just being a boss. And like, Oh, and okay. a baby. there's there. You got to have something more than that. And they're like, no, we don't. No, no, we don't. <laughs> and they didn't. So they're like, what's the concept? They're like, ah, they're minions. I don't know. That that was that's, the whole movie. That's Th the movie. That's they're, the premise and the plot. They're minions, and they're like, what's well, what? Like, where's the core of the movie? And they're like, I don't know. Have them say banana a bunch. I don't care. <laughs> you know what? Pierre. Kids paid lots of money to see that. I like that. I like Pierre Coffin because he just keeps getting away with it, and nobody's <laughs> gonna stop him. He's making billions, dude. Mi minions made over a billion dollars. I like what? to remind people of that. Oh my god. Uh, and then we also got the one last trailer we're gonna talk about. Uh, this is what I was talking about earlier when I said there were so many trailers, dude. It was a big week for trailers. We also got the first trailer for. Oh no! I forget the name of the movie. Uh, oh, no. Super DC Super Pets, I think it's called. Yeah, something like something Super like Pets. I think yeah, so right. it's about Superman's dog. 
It looks uh, not good. It looks real bad. Kevin guys. Hart, Dwayne Johnson. Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson, which by the way is a duo I love. Back at it again. Back in the back Just in the hat, two dude. couple of besties uh, making movies. I want to see some Instagram of them recording. I want to see some Instagram stories of them recording for this movie because I'm sure antics ensued. It just looks like haha fart jokes. Haha. Yeah. Dogs. Yeah, yeah, they're like, haha, you know what would be funny if dogs and cats? And they're like, dogs and cats, what? And they're like, just both of them. Just there, there's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, you know what would be funny? What if Superman's dog was like also super powered? And it's like, why is that? <laughs> You're going to have to explain to me why that's funny. John Krasinski is Superman, though. I've been waiting for John Krasinski to be a superhero for a long time. This is not what I This wanted. is not the vehicle that I anticipated. Yeah, this is <laughs> I, it, it works, I suppose. I but, suppose. But uh but whatever. On the next episode of Little Movie Dates, oh boy, we're talking Ghostbusters Afterlife. And hmm, do I ever have 10 million opinions on that movie? <laughs> so many thoughts. Dude, there's a lot of thoughts that I have. So <laughs> t- tune in for that. Thank you for listening all the way to the end of this one. If you're a new listener, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, just look up Little Movie Dates. You'll find it. We're also now on Apple Podcasts. Yay. So if you're one of those weird people who uses an iPhone, like... I think like 75% of the planet, then you can check us out on Apple Podcasts. If not, you can just listen on Spotify like a regular person.